Creative Studio Academy, semester one, session 12. Um, the more action you take, the more you learn, the more mistakes you make, and that's perfectly okay. You learn from your mistakes. So just keep taking consistent action and you'd be surprised as to where that gets you. Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. I'm definitely excited today to be able to welcome Leslie Samuel to the podcast today. And so Leslie is the host of the podcast, Learning with Leslie, and he talks about and teaches people how to get started with blogging, how to monetize their blog, how to really take their blog to the next level. And that's what we're going to really dive into today as we talk with him. So Leslie, welcome to the Academy. How are you doing? I am doing very well, Joshua. How are you doing? I am excellent. Definitely excited to be able to talk to you today about blogging. And so I've been doing it for several years and have made some steady improvements. Uh, but you've been doing it a lot longer and you've been uh, an inspiration to me um, as I've listened to your podcast. And so I definitely love to be able to dig a little bit deeper into this with you. So uh, why don't we go ahead and start by diving into um, back when you started with blogging. Can you kind of tell us uh, how and why you got started? So I was I was teaching at a high school at the time. And uh, in, in 2008, it was exactly January 18, 2008, um, I stumbled onto this thing called freebie trading. And freebie trading is, you know, those websites that claim, you know, you can sign up and complete offers and refer other people. And you get like free TVs and iPods and that kind of stuff. Um, I got into that stuff and it was actually working and I used it to actually make some money. So I started to teach people how I was doing it. But, you know, in order to do it, what I would be doing is I would be in the forums all day, every day, just, you know, trying to connect with people and um, trying to show them the stuff that I'm doing and all that kind of stuff. And it was just training because I was literally, you know, if I wasn't at work, I was working on my business and it was just getting too much for me. And then I, I heard about blogging. This was in around, I think, around August of 2008. I found out about blogging and I, you know, I heard people saying, you know, it's a good way that you can build a platform. And instead of you having to constantly go out there to find people, eventually, if you build it up the right way, people would come and find you. And that sounded good to me because I was always out there trying to get people and, you know, it was just getting a bit too much for me. Um, so I, I found out about blogging. I found some people that were doing it and were teaching it. I, you know, I joined a course on blogging and I started blogging back then. It's evolved a lot over time. Um, I don't care about freebie trading. That's not what I'm about. Um, but now I see that it's something that can be used for whatever it is you're passionate about or whatever you're trying to start a business for, you can build a blog and you can create content, you can inspire others, and you can even change the world by influencing people's lives while building an online business. So I got into it. I'm passionate about it. I've been doing it since 
2008, and I look forward to doing it for a much longer time. Awesome. And so it's always neat for me to be able to hear how people got started and then to be able to kind of see the progression as they grew. So part of your growth in that has led to the recent development of you leaving your current or your uh, previous position as professor of anatomy. And so um, now you're able to pursue your become a blogger and uh, related business for that full time. And so can you kind of tell us a little bit as far as why you decided to make this change now? So it's a good question because actually I started blogging and I started a biology blog and that biology blog is what opened up the way for me to become a professor uh, because I don't have a PhD, you know, so it was this tremendous blessing. I mean, so many things just happened um, to make that possible and it was my dream job. Um, and I remember three years ago, a little over three years ago, when I got the job, I did, I did a podcast episode um, talking about how I just landed my dream job because of my blog. And now three years later, I'm leaving this dream job. Um, and part of the reason for that, well, no, there's a bunch of reasons for it, but this is kind of how it happened. Um, I'm, I'm working at my job and I'm teaching stuff, um, at least in the beginning that I never really learned. So it was really, I mean, it was a, it was a, I'm, I had to hustle <laughs> just to learn the information and then teach it to my students because I'm teaching at the doctoral level. So I'm spending all this time learning and teaching and learning and teaching. Then as a, as a part of the requirement for me getting this job, I had to start a PhD. I had to do a PhD. And fortunately, they would pay for the entire PhD. So I started my PhD. So now picture this. I am teaching full time as a university professor at the doctoral level. I am starting a PhD. I am running my online businesses and I'm still trying to be there for my family. It just wasn't happening the way I would like it to happen. Um, I was just running in too many different directions. And then the, 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 the thing that really, the straw that kind of broke the camel's back, um, my mom um, got ill uh, the year before last. And when she got ill, she, she had um, breast cancer and she had to fly to the, she's in St. Martin where I'm from, and she had to fly to the country of Colombia. Um, I went down there to be with her for two weeks and then I had to come back. But she spent all of last year in treatment, out of treatment, doing chemotherapy, doing radiation and all these different things. And I couldn't be there to help her. And when that happened, it was like, all right, I think I've had enough. Um, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, something has to give, you know, I have to leave something behind. And I, and I asked myself, can I see myself leaving my online business behind? And the answer was no, because, you know, I'm reaching tens of thousands of people on a monthly basis. I'm helping people um, have better lives as a result of what I'm doing on a grand level. I couldn't see myself giving that up. And then when I thought about what I was doing, the teaching and all of the commitments that I had over there, as much as I love it, if one of those had to go, it would have to be my job. Um, because what this also allows me to do now, if I'm, I'm running an online business, I can do that from anywhere where I have an internet connection. So if I need to go and spend a month or two at home in St. Martin, I can do that and continue business as usual. If I need to take a break and if I want to go on vacation, whatever the case might be, as long as the money is there to do it, I can do it. And that sounded very appealing to me. So, yeah, I want to be there with my family and I'm able to do much more of that now. Um, all of these things kind of put together just made me make that decision. You know what? It's time to move on and do something different. 
Now, of course, as you make that kind of change, uh, especially in the society that we're in, I mean, you you had a, a great career lined up uh, being a professor. Um, obviously, there's people that thought you were probably crazy for <laughs> jumping into this. So how did you deal with the people that were um, kind of negative to that, those that were doubters of what you were doing? So how did you deal with that? You know, I don't really care about those people. I mean, their opinions. <laughs> um, you could think whatever you want to think because um, one of the things that is, was clear to me is that, you know, I go where I feel, and I don't know if your audience, I, I don't know what, what feel you go for in your audience, but quite frankly, me personally, I'm a Christian, and, and I go where I feel God wants me to go. And it doesn't matter to me what anyone else thinks. If I can clearly see that this is the direction that he's leading me, then that's the direction that I'm going. Now, fortunately, in my situation, um, a lot of people kind of knew where I was coming from. And when I explained it, yeah, there were some people that maybe were slightly negative about it. But those people, really, I'm not that close with them. The people that were close to me and know me and knew what I was doing and knew what I had built... They were all kind of like, you know what? I think you're making the right decision. I can't think of anyone that's close to me that told me this is not the thing for you to do. Um, there were some people that were hesitant about it, but because they had seen what I've been able to build over the last few years, they were kind of like, you know, you make the decision, the best decision that you think you should make. If this is the direction you feel that you need to go in, then go and we're, 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 we're here to support you. Um, so generally speaking, it wasn't that bad. Some people had some negative things to say, but I'm not even that close to them. So it didn't really affect me um, in any significant way. All right. That's good. That's good. And so there's uh, some people I know that they get discouraged when the people around them start start uh, casting those doubts on them and things like that. So, yeah, I, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> if my if my if my wife um, was doubtful. It, this wouldn't have happened. Um, if my family was doubtful, it wouldn't have happened. But they were in full support. That's all I need. You could think whatever you want. I, you know, it just doesn't affect what I do in my life um, because I am doing what I feel I should be doing. I've weighed the options and I've made this decision. And since that's the decision I've made, that's the decision that I'm going to act on. Very good. Um, now let's go ahead and turn to... Uh, something that you do very well, and that is talking and teaching people about being able to improve in their blogging. Um, so what are some tips as someone is getting started with their blog, assume that they got it up. Now, how can they be able to try to increase their traffic and engagement? What are some tips that you have for that? Traffic and engagement. All right. So the first thing you need to do is you have to have a very clear understanding of who you're targeting. Uh, because a lot of people, what they do is they start these blogs and they just start putting content out there. And quite frankly, that's what I did in the beginning. I was just putting content out there. Um, but if you have a very clear perspective of who you are targeting, that's going to help you along the way. So that's number one. Be clear on who it is you're creating this content for. Number two, be clear on what problem you're trying to solve. Um, what what are the person that you're, you're you're trying to help or the you're creating this content for your specific target audience? What problems are they dealing with? Write it out. I mean, like get as detailed as you can because once you know those types of things, then you can start creating the right kind of content. 
Okay, so first you got to be clear on who you're targeting, clear on what their problems are, and then you got to start creating that content. Just write down a list. You know, I, I heard this first when I interviewed Marcus Sheridan from um, The Sales Lion. And what he tells people is just write down a list of 50 questions that that person might be asking and then start answering it. By creating that content, you'd be surprised at what that can do. If you can imagine, let's say I'm someone that's struggling with, um, uh, let's say I have a bunch of scars on my face. Very simple. I, I, it's the first thing that came to mind. I, I have a bunch of scars on my face. What I'm going to be searching for is how to remove scars from my face. And if I come across an article or a video and it's showing me exactly how to solve that problem, you have my attention. Okay, so that's the first thing. That content has to be targeting a specific audience. It has to be um, solving a specific problem. The next thing is once you're creating that content, and I'm going to assume that you're creating great content. Don't just put foolishness out there. You're going to be creating high-quality content that delivers a lot of value. you got to let people know about it. And how do you let people know about it? Of course, there's social media. Um, that's one option. And with social media, a lot of people get it wrong. A lot of people, they say, okay, I'm supposed to be on social media. I'm supposed to let people know about my stuff. So that's what I'm going to do. Now, have you ever been to a party or a get together and you, you, you start to have a conversation with someone and all they're doing is promoting their business? That's kind of annoying, right? Yeah. It's the exact same thing online with social media. You go on Facebook and you say, hey, check out this link. Check out this post. Hey, look at this that I'm doing. Look at that. People get annoyed with that. So you want to engage with people as if you're at a party and you're getting to know people and um, you're having discussions. Yes, you're going to be talking about some of the stuff you're doing, but that's not the main thing that you're doing. So by connecting with people as real people and then, hey, by the way, um, I know you have this particular problem that you're trying to solve. Here is some content that I've created for it. Um, they're going to be more likely to check that out. They're going to be more likely to share it with others. You create that good content, you let people know about it. So social media is one good way. Um, you know, connecting with other bloggers, um, networking with those individuals, maybe even doing some guest posts on their blogs because you guys have a relationship, like a real relationship. You've connected online um, and, and kind of uh, growing together, building each other up and sharing each other's stuff. That's a great way to kind of get more stuff out there. I mean, there's so many different things that you can do um, for getting traffic. And once you're clear on who it is you're trying to target, um, you can go out there and reach those individuals. I can, I can go on for, forever on this stuff. So I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you have other questions or if you want me to go more along these lines. Well, I kind of have uh, something along that. Um, okay. And when it comes to deciding what to write about, what kind of topics to cover in your blog, um, let's say that there's someone that is uh, some serv service-oriented business, um, such as like a real estate agent or something like that, um, and they don't think that they should go out there and start writing about how to sell houses um, per se um, or how to be a real estate agent. So what kind of topics can someone try to look at that would be good for a blog but yet still try to um, bring business to them? How, how is there that balance? Great question. So, okay, if let's, let's stick with that example that you just used, a real estate agent. Real estate agents, who's their target market? Who are they trying to get? People that are trying to buy houses, right? Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask this question. P 
people that are buying houses, are they going to have questions? Of course, they're going to have questions. They want to know about mortgages. They want to know about financing. They want to know about um, you know, what types of things they need to be looking for. How do they know that the house that they're looking for is a good quality house? And they want to be educated about this buying process. So once again, it goes back to the understanding exactly who your target audience is and then what pain points they have. So once again, just go and write down a bunch of questions that that person might have. So you're not trying to teach them to become real estate agents. They don't care about becoming real estate agents. They just want to have a home for them and their families, and you want to help to educate them about this process. What are the key things they should be looking for when buying a house? Um, and let's say that person is in a specific area. I live in Berrien Springs, Michigan. Um, so if I'm a real estate agent in Berrien Springs, Michigan, um, I'm going to be talking about things that might be local to Berrien Springs or the surrounding areas. Things that people that you are targeting are looking for, they're struggling with. You know, I, I was going through the process of looking for a home and um, there were a bunch of questions that I had. I didn't know how the mortgage thing works. I didn't know um, what's a good interest rate. I didn't know um, a whole bunch of things about the, the process. What, what are your closing costs? You know, how, how much are those closing costs typically? And what does that even include? These are the types of things you want to be educating them about because these are the problems that they're having or the questions that they have. Very good. That's uh, that, that's what I thought you would say. So that that's good because that's kind of what I did with this podcast. Is awesome. uh, my my business is trying to help people build their websites, um, and and so instead of teaching people how to build their own website. I'm teaching them, okay, they get a website, what do they do with it? And so creating content um, is something that goes hand in hand with but, that. But you'd be surprised though with that because I teach people how to um, uh, build websites too. But you'd be surprised. You could teach people exactly how to do it. And they're going to see all of the steps that are involved with it. And a lot of them are going to think, man, I wish I could just get someone to do it for me. And when they think that, who are they going to go to? Well, the person that they can see, obviously, is teaching people how to do that stuff. So when it comes to, you know, website setup and website design, yeah, you can teach them how to do it. Why not? Um, but a lot of them aren't going to want to do it. Or they might start and they, they find themselves running into all kinds of technical issues. Who are they going to turn to? Well, the person that they trust because that person has been delivering that valuable content to them. So it could go either way, depending on what your niche is. You know for a fact that it, uh, someone that's a real estate agent trying to get business aren't going to be dealing with people that are trying to be real estate agents because then they wouldn't come to a real estate agent. But you know that people that are started trying to start websites, yes, they're going to want to know how to go even beyond that, but they're also going to, some of them might want to try it themselves and they might try it themselves and realize, man, this is a little too much. Let me, let me get Joshua to do it for me. So it, I think it could go either way. Okay. Great insight. Appreciate that. Now, um, as we're talking about websites here, I mean, obviously um, one thing that people are trying to do um, when it comes to their business is to make some money. And so um, what are some some of the top ways that you think that people can look at when they're getting started with trying to monetize their blog? When it comes to getting started, the first thing I, I usually recommend for people to do is look into affiliate marketing because affiliate marketing is great in that, um, well, first of all, affiliate marketing is where you're promoting someone else's product or service. And if you make a sale, you get a commission. 
So you might say, okay, let's say we're sticking with the whole website design thing. You might say, hey, you know, in setting up your website, you're going to need hosting. You can use this link and sign up for hosting here, like I do it at HostGator. And when someone clicks on that link, they go and they get hosting, which is something that they already need because they're trying to set up a website. When they use that link and they make a purchase, I get a commission. The, the beauty about that is I don't have to provide the hosting service. I don't have to provide the customer support. I don't have to provide any of that stuff. But I can, I can start to learn about how to sell online, even though I'm not the one that's providing those types of things. So affiliate marketing, I think bar none, is, is, is the best place to start when you're trying to um, start monetizing a blog or a website, something that you're doing online. There's so many affiliate products out there. I mean, you could even direct people to Amazon if you're, if you're doing like, let's say you're a recipe blogger and they're going to need certain um, uh, uh, stuff for their kitchen, whatever you want to call those things. <laughs> um, you can recommend those items to them and they can go and purchase it. And because they use your link, you get a commission. Uh, so that's, that's, in my opinion, one of the best ways to get started. There are many other ways. I mean, you can create your own products. That takes a, a bit more work, and you're providing the customer support and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, it's a great way for you to you know, have something of your own that you can sell, and that comes with a bunch of other benefits. You can promote your own services. That's kind of like what we were talking about. You're doing website setup and all that stuff. You can, you can do that. Uh, th you know, there are many different ways to monetize your site. If you're getting a bunch of traffic, you can use ads and make some money with that. Um, so many different options. Very good. Um, now, another thing that um, people are concerned about, uh, especially someone that is just getting started as an entrepreneur, is uh, time and money commitments. And so because both of those are very strained, usually at the beginning. And so what kind of expectations should someone have regarding that as they get started with their blog as you look at um, setting up the website? Uh, well, I assume this website's already set up, but trying to uh, come up with blog blog posts and promoting and the different parts, what kind of time commitment do you think would be needed for that? And then uh, what kind of financial things would they need? So it, it all depends. It all depends on how much you want to commit to to this thing. If it's something that you're just kind of doing on the side just for fun, hey, spend how many, how much ever time you want to spend on it. Um, if it's something that you want to seriously build, you know, I think a minimum of maybe 10 hours a week. If you're trying to build something serious, uh, serious on the side that could potentially even replace what you're doing at your job, kind of like the route that I went. Now, when I started, I spent a bunch more time than that. Um, I kind of went a bit overboard. I spent too much time on it. I didn't get help in the beginning. I did everything myself. And when I wasn't at work, I was working on my business and everything else suffered. And that's not what I recommend for people. Um, and I, I came to the point where I actually burnt out. I was like, forget this. I'm not doing this anymore. And I just stopped. But when I got back into it, I knew I had to be a bit smarter about it. So what I did that next, that second time around is I actually got help. You know, there, there are sites online like Odesk where you can go and you can get people for um, reasonable rates to help you do things that you don't necessarily need to do. Um, and that's what I did. I got help at the time. I, I think I was spending about $200 a month to get someone to help me out with a bunch of tasks. And, you know, it sounds like it might sound like a lot. It might sound like nothing to some people. Um, but I looked at it as an investment. 
in my business because I wanted to build something significant. I knew at some point that I would be leaving my job. I thought it was at some point way later on in the future. Um, but I wanted, to, I, whether I left my job or not, I wanted to build something significant. Um, so in terms of financial investment, it just all depends on the type, the amount of help you want to have or you can afford to have. You can spend anywhere from $100 a month to way beyond that, depending on the involvement, depending on your business, depending on what exactly you're trying to do. But I, I will mention this, though. Um, I think especially when someone's starting, especially if they're starting in a position where money is not something that they can just throw around, there's a lot that you can do on your own. Um, and that's exactly what I did. And what that actually did is it kind of educated me about what it takes to run something like that so that when I started getting help, I knew what to tell those individuals to do. So you can start for next to nothing. I mean, you have your hosting, which costs you know less than $10 a month. Um, you have your email marketing service, which is something that I highly recommend. You're paying about $15 a month there to start. Um, and those really, in my opinion, are the only absolutely necessary expenses um, if you're trying to build a business from scratch. I love that. Love that. All right. Now, um, as we kind of wrap up, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell a little bit more about um, what you do there with Become a Blogger and some things that are coming up that people can look forward to and um, how they can be able to get access and all that. So there's a number of things I do at Become a Blogger. Become a Blogger is basically my home online where I teach all the stuff that I teach. Um, so there are articles that I publish there at Become a Blogger on the topic of blogging and building an online business with your blog. I have my podcast that's called Learning with Leslie. They can get that at Become a Blogger also. Um, and one of the things that I'm working on right now is called the Become a Blogger University, um, which is a membership site where... We, we kind of go in more um, detail and much more advanced in terms of um, the, the courses that I teach within that specifically to help people to build their online businesses with, their, with a blog. Um, there's so much that you can do, but a lot of times I find that people are just kind of lost as to where to start, where to go next, what to do, how to do it. Um, there's so much information out there. I mean, you can do a Google search for how to start a blog and you get billions of results, literally. Um, so I, I, I kind of break that down in a way, a very step-by-step -step way. And that's called the Become a Blogger University. It's currently closed, but it will be reopening at some point in the near future. So if they go to becomeablogger.com and just sign up for my free course on how to start a blog, they will be on my email newsletter. And when, when that's ready, I'm going to be sending out a mailing about that so that they can check it out. All right. Very good. And again, I would definitely recommend listening to the podcast, Learning with Leslie. And so we'll have links to everything that we mentioned today in the show notes. And so you can be able to go there to be able to get that access and be able to uh, get uh, further details as far as things that uh, were covered today. And so, Leslie, I definitely appreciate uh, the time that you spent with us. Do you have any parting wisdom um, as we head out? Um, the main thing I guess I would say is, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed. It's easy to not know what to do next. But the key thing is you got to take action. Um, the more action you take, the more you learn, the more mistakes you make. And that's perfectly OK. You learn from your mistakes. So just keep taking consistent action and you'd be surprised as to where that gets you. 
If you enjoyed this session, you can go to the show notes at creativestudio.academy slash 1-12, and that will take you to the notes to where it summarizes what we talked about today, and it has the links to the different things that were mentioned as well. And so I would definitely recommend going there, checking it out. You can leave a comment at the bottom of the post, and we would love to be able to interact with you there. And I would also welcome you to go to creativestudio.academy slash welcome if you are new to the Academy and you'd like to see what you can be able to do to go a little bit further. One of the things that you can do there is sign up for the weekly newsletter where there is special content just for those on the email list. It's not going anywhere else, just for those in the newsletter. And so I would recommend being able to do that. And so I'm giving some different book recommendations and some different tips that can help you be able to create better content and to be able to deliver those things in a better way. And so I definitely highly recommend going there to do that. So again, creativestudio.academy slash welcome. Now, as we conclude this session, I do want to mention that this is brought to you by Bluehost, which is the web host that I use and recommend. And so if you are in need of a host for a website, you're looking to get started with a website, or maybe you have a website and you are looking at getting a new host, I would definitely recommend Bluehost. And if you want to, you can use my affiliate link by going to creativestudio.academy slash Bluehost, and that will take you to uh, the page there to where you can be able to then register for that. And when you sign up for Bluehost, I'll be able to get a commission for you using that link as well. And it should be the exact same price for you either way, but it will help be able to support the show. And I would greatly appreciate that. And if you do happen to use that, I will definitely make sure to mention that on the podcast as well to kind of give a, a little bit of advertising back to you as well. And so I would definitely appreciate that. And I would also offer my services to help you if you have any questions as you get started with that, if you need help with any of the um, design or development that goes into your website, I can definitely offer my services to be able to help you be able to get that going. Just send me your questions there through the website and I would be more than glad to do that. With that, we're gonna go ahead and sign off for this session and we will talk to you next session. Thank you.